What's up, guys? Thanks for pressing play on 90 Day Fiance, Crazy and Love the Podcast. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. She's dressed us in our fair share of matching clothes, the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing tonight? Did you pick it up? Did you see that uh, Stephanie bought matching clothing for her and Ryan? I did not. Oh, you didn't see that? No. (laughs) You're like, what is this intro? Yeah. She bought matching clothing for the pool, I'm pretty sure. She's like, we can go swimming together in matching clothes. I I didn't see that because all I was focused on were the wild watches that I would never wear for $3,000. And what was up with that headpiece, whatever you call it? I don't know. That fire skull headpiece. There was a lot to talk about. A lot. Going on. Yeah, I kind of think I know watches, and I've never seen a watch like that, and definitely not for $3,000. It was so horrible. Maybe she's lying. Anyways, guys, sorry to cut you off. We got to say it right off the bat. You know, we let you know that we had some recording difficulties yesterday. If we sound different, it's because we're recording differently. I'm on the road. I'm away for business. Poor Teresa. She's home. She's home alone. She's by herself. So alone. <laughs> so alone. I'm alone too. But so I'm on the road. Teresa's home. So we're, we're recording remotely. So if it sounds different, that's what's going on. Hopefully it sounds good. We we reached out. We looked for some technology that would make this thing work. And I think we tested it out. So fingers crossed. Yeah. We know it sounds maybe different, but hopefully it sounds good. It sounds good to me. It sounds good to me too. So we hope you guys and enjoy it you know <laughs> and it's only it's only today so we're gonna get only back today. to our yeah. regularly scheduled programming and timing and recording next week but we couldn't let a week go by without doing this so that's yeah. why we're doing it differently sorry for the delay guys but you know better now than never am <laughs> right. i right right we would never leave you guys hanging we're always going to deliver come on <laughs> so with that out of the way if you guys aren't following us on instagram what are you waiting for you can do that at 90 Day Crazy in Love. A lot of memes going on. Teresa said she was going to post memes while I was away. She promised. She said, I know you're going to work, but I'm going to post memes. She has not. I have not because I have a meme block. A meme block? I have a it's meme like, block. It's like a writer's block. but Yeah, memes? it's like a writer's block with memes. I have, I some... have so many ideas. I just can't word it. I had some thoughts too, and I was going to text you and say, "Oh, think about this meme," and I forgot to. Well, I have I have a few too, so I'll text okay. them to you, okay. and maybe you can, you know, help me with to to word it properly. Well, here's here's one that I had, and I'm just going to share it now because I don't think it's worth a meme. But when Julia on this episode was working on the farm and her face was covered in dirt, did you notice that? Oh yeah. I was like, yeah, is she taking tips from Natalie <laughs> on her makeup? Yeah. Yeah. Well, my meme idea was that I, I don't know if I'm going to blow it now, but it's its fine, you know, since I was lacking at posting. Yeah, we know you're not going to post it. Share with us. So, you know how, like, Ryan's wearing that headpiece with fire yeah. and skull yeah. and the watch and basically nothing is matching. Everything is just whatever Stephanie picked for him and brought. Yeah. Uh-huh. It looks like a meal that you just make out of whatever leftovers you have at the fridge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like scraps? That yeah. Sounds, that sounds way worse than it was. It's not his fault. She doesn't have a great sense of style. But it's like, she... oh, I don't want to go to the store. Let me just make make it right. from whatever we have at the fridge. That's right. how he looks. 
except it shouldn't because she spent a lot of money and I think time to put this together and it's her fault. She should have spent even more time, maybe less money, more time to make it all match. (sighs) Like, what if she's trying to make him look like sense of anarchy or what? I've never seen that show. I only watch. Well, it. I only watch. Is it on TLC? I only watch. It's it. on Hulu. I've never watched it, but well, I've seen like previews, and they're just like bike guys, from what I understood. So I think you're right. Well, follow us at Ninety Day Crazy Love on Instagram. If we ever come up with a meme for this week's episode, you'll find it we there. We will. We will. I'm, I'm close. You'll find our Sunday night lives there. We apologize for not doing it this week again. I'm traveling, so we're not together. And I we, don't feel comfortable doing it by myself. I don't think I can would, handle it. <laughs> you would never do it. You would never. We're a team. We are a team. Exactly. I know. Right? I know. We know some of you guys. I was going to take this on for the team, but then I was like, <laughs> We know some of you guys were looking forward to it. You guys messaged us, and we're sorry. Like, we love Sunday Night Lives. We love the podcast. We equally love Sunday Night Lives. So we were bummed, too, that we couldn't do it. Yeah, but we are back this Sunday, this yes, upcoming this Sunday, Sunday. This Sunday, and the podcast is going to be released on Monday night as usual. So yeah. so thank you for bearing with us. We're, we're doing this as soon as we could. You know, I think you got, we have a really nice listener base. I think, mm-hmm. no, you know, every time we post something, hey, we're sorry, this got in the way, they're like, we get it, you know. And they joke with us. I, you know, we got a couple of messages like unsubscribe and blah, blah, blah. But you guys, you guys. <laughs> I mean, life happens, you know. Um, life happens. Again, what, do you, what do you do? I think it's obvious we don't make any money from this. So we have to, <laughs> we Which have is, to do our well, job. But I feel like that's even, that's even more honorable on our end. That yeah, we don't we make any you. money. We just did for, well, yeah, for you guys and for us too. We have fun. We have fun True. doing this and. So bear with us. So follow us at 90 Day Crazy in Love. Also make sure you smash that subscribe button on podcast or on yeah, Apple Podcast. Smash it like it's hard. Smash it. And also, it, yes. I'm, I'm sorry, I cut you off. I was just gonna point out we have a lots of people liking our Facebook page. Oh, well, we're on Facebook too. We're not yeah. as, we're not as active on Facebook, but we're doing some things there. So if you're a Facebook person, you can find us there. 90 day yeah. 90 day fiance crazy in love. And if not, if you're an Instagram person, we're we're definitely there too. Okay, one more ask: If you haven't yet, or you're new, to, if you're new to the podcast, because we're seeing some new people come in, if you haven't left a review, it would be awesome if you could just take a few seconds, leave us a review. It could be numerical, whatever you think we deserve: a few stars, four stars, five stars, whatever. It would mean the world to us if you could just do that. So, I know Teresa is very happy when we get a new review. Oh yeah, I love reading them. Speaking of reviews, got to read this super sweet review we got from Jaylee63. Shout out to Jaylee63. She said, I love, love, love. Three loves. I love, love, love this podcast. Sunday night on Instagram is awesome too. Love breaking down the episode. And then I think this is a note to you. She says, I love your accent. Oh, So much love for Teresa on this podcast. So much love for my accent. Forget Teresa. Who's Teresa? Yeah. You guys just yeah. love the accent. Yeah, we know her by her accent. Unforgettable. It's a signature sound on this podcast. Well, I feel like I'm getting I'm getting to sound more American. Ooh. I'm I, don't learning. Know, I don't know if the people are going to like that. They like the accent. Well, I will not lose the accent. It's just like I'm working in my personal in my personal free time whenever I get the chance. I'm working on, you know, pronunciation. I think that's good. 
It's good. We should all strive to be better at every aspect of our lives, speaking included. Right? Very true. So thank you. Thank you for that, Jay Lee. And thank you to everyone who leaves a review. And if you haven't yet, we thank you in advance. Thank you. Thank you. All right. What do you say a little 90 day by the way? Wow, that's the one I was missing in my life. I know, I know I'm away. I'm away, but I'm still going to do a by the way. Uh, I was going to ask you Monday. I was going to text you like, hey, what do you have for your by the ways? I I need my (laughs) dose of by the ways. It was tough because I am away. It's it's an away by the way, a by the way away. But Mm. I had to I had to track some some dirt, some gossip down for you guys. So I did. So here's the first one. A couple eagle eyed fans on the Internet. They have some thoughts. They're claiming Varya and Jeffrey are actually together. What? Well, I mean, I see her traveling around and most of the times she's in Russia. Well, what people are seeing is that Varya was celebrating her 32nd birthday recently. And Mm -hmm. as we all do, you know, we post pictures. We're out celebrating. We're out drinking. We post some pictures. She did this, right? She posted a cheersing the camera photo, but she was not in a Siberian bar. She was in a cheesecake factory. It said Mm. right on the napkin in her photo, perhaps a cheesecake factory in Knoxville, Tennessee. Interesting. Yeah, they definitely do not have cheesecake factories in Russia. Okay, so there's that. And then also, she posted something else. She posted an Instagram story. Behind her were a couple kitchen cabinets. The same kitchen cabinets that appeared in Jeffrey's Instagram story. Mm, guilty. <sighs> so, I didn't think they'd be together, but it appears they may be. Yeah, I mean, they had issues, but well, maybe I can, I can see them together. I don't hate them together. Yeah, Jeffrey, I, Jeffrey did propose to her, right? I do. I dislike them together. You do dislike them. Yeah, I mean, you dislike of, them. There was nothing about them. I mean, oh. he proposed. She said no. Then there was the fake when he was dating someone else. Oh, yeah. Like a criminal past. Yeah. And she just like, you know, interrupted them, which I think was safe. I mean, safe. Fake. Yeah. It wasn't safe. It was fake. There's nothing safe. It could have gone real ugly real so, quick. So, yeah. yeah. All right. I don't yeah. hate them together, but people think people think they're together living happily in Tennessee. I mean, if they are, good for them. Some people think they may appear on a future 90-day spinoff, which which may lead me to my second, by the way. Well, I'm just going to say this. Okay. I think Jeffrey got fired from 90 for his criminal past. There's a lot of talk about that. There's a lot of talk about that. Or not even criminal past. Whatever criminal charges were going on right when he was filming or right after. I think it was before he was filming. I think... People found out he had some domestic violence charges, and mm. they kind of boycotted him. Well, and- he was still posting about it like a, a few months back. Like he was in court. It's such a sticky situation with these characters because we don't know. You know, that we hear true. we hear these things, we see court filings, but I could file a court case against anyone. It doesn't mean it's true. So I try to not to take sides on these issues because I don't know the truth. So. If he did commit domestic violence, I would cancel him as well. But I have zero proof of that, so I'm neutral on it. I'm not team Jeffrey. I'm not team whomever. I agree. 
you're innocent until proven guilty. So I'm like curious about like how TLC does this because let's say Jeffrey got fired for his criminal past. Let's say he did, right? Yeah. Larissa got fired because she showed her boobs. But Paul, with his criminal past, he never got he he hasn't gotten fired. Stepanka, who was doing OnlyFans prior to being on 90 Day, she they hired her. So, you know, what is the fine line? I've heard Larissa did not get fired for the boobage. I've heard she got fired because she went against her contract. Maybe they had an exclusive contract with her and then she signed a contract with OnlyFans or Cam Soda. Cam Soda. And, and that was the issue. So I don't know if it mm-hmm. was that she got nude. I mean, she's paying TLC a big time if you like follow her. Who knows? Nobody, we don't know. We don't, we're not privy to those details. So who knows? I wish we did. Maybe one day we'll find out. So, okay. Second, by the way, mentioned 90 day spinoffs as if we need more 90 day spinoffs. But here comes one. Here comes another one, actually. 90 Day Fiance, The Single Life. Okay, by the way, number two. By the way, there's another 90 Day spinoff coming. <laughs> I saw it today. <sighs> I mean, so, I, I mean, saw Cole's going to be in it. I saw that Danielle's going to be in it. Yes, yes. So that's what I was going to say. There's a new spinoff. It's going to follow six cast members mm-hmm. from the 90 Day Fiance yeah. franchise. So... It's six cast members who've fallen out of love or their relationship ended, right? And now they're back on the scene and we're going to follow them. So who did you say so far? Cold and Danielle. Cold and Danielle. Okay. Well, another obvious one is Big Ed. Because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's been Big talking Ed. about he's getting a spinoff. He's been seen with cameras. So Colt, Danielle, Big Ed. Okay. Molly is also going to be documented. Who's Molly? Molly from Georgia. The bra. The bra shop, Molly. Oh, Molly. Okay. From, from Pillow Talk fame. Also, Fernanda. Ooh, okay. And Brittany. Who's Brittany? From oh, yeah. oh there's so many people. Many 90 day people. And yes. Oh wow. This is this is a all-star lineup, I think. Big Ed, Colt, Danielle, like oh Danielle. This is an all-star lineup. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's the issue: it's going to be on Discovery Plus, so that's going to upset some people. Mm-hmm. But again, we signed up for free. We're not paying for it. We got a six months free. If you have Verizon, sign up for free. If you don't, wait until February 21st. That's when the show airs, and get your seven day trial and watch it. That's a that's a good point. Yeah, I mean. I'm excited, but I, I, I'm getting a little overwhelmed. And especially with this one, with the idea, because they are not going to be dating foreigners. So it's 90 day, but there's not going to be 90 day. But I'm still kind of into it. I want to see these characters dating American, right? The language barrier is no longer an issue. The cultural barriers are no longer an issue. Let's see just how you date. I mean, for neighbor. some Let's say Fernanda is still Mexican. She still that's, has an accent. That's true. There'll still be a cultural difference. Right. But I want to see Danielle dating another person from Ohio and see how that goes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Me too. I'm here yeah. for it. <laughs> so I'm all in on that. We'll see. We'll see what happens. So that's- many 90 days. Like 90 <gasps> day this, 90 day. You see, I can't even there's, say that. 90, 90 day this, 90 days that. Nine, it's 90 days, 90 ways, I think is. 
That's a good one. <laughs> That's it. There's, there's probably more than 90, actually. Wow. I, I can't keep up with it. It's, wow, it's out of control. So let's just talk about the original 90 Day. Let's talk about 90 Day Fiance, the OG. The OG. Sunday night. We all watched it. Let's talk about it. We watched it separately this week. It, it was, I know. It was it a was sad. sad. It was sad. It was different. I watched it on my laptop laying in my hotel room. I watched it on our TV classic. <sighs> I was not there. It was different. Mm. So let's, let's talk because this is the first time we talk about it usually on the podcast. But True. We, but when we watch it, I think we sense each other's reactions. We laugh together or we're like, what? Mm-hmm. Now, this is the first time we're actually going to feel and see and hear each other's reactions on this episode. All right. How would you rate it? Like one to five passports. I mean, it was zero because we weren't together. Oh, that's very true. It's just I was not used to that. I forgot. our What's our scale? Five passports, the best. Zero passports, like boring. That's something we did on the Instagram live. I know, but we didn't do live. So I'm going to get it into the podcast just <laughs> for today. Just something extra special. I'm going to... I'm going to go three, and if I'm being generous, 3.5. I'm going to go with three if I'm being generous. Wow. Okay. Again, I think we're in that middle period of the season where they can't let too much happen Mm -hmm. because they can't progress the story too much. We have, I think, several more episodes. I hope so. I hope things will happen. But some things happened. Well, yes. So let's talk. Let's let's start with Stephanie and Ryan because some things are happening here. We finally met Ryan. He <sighs> is real. So Stephanie, we start. She's at home in Michigan. She's packing up. She's going to Belize to see her twenty-seven-year-old fiance Ryan. Apparently, the biz, biz, bills. I can't even say it. Belizean. Belize. I always want to go and say Brazilian. No, Belizean. The Belizean government. They've lifted the restrictions all of a sudden. So now she can go travel, right? Yeah. This is is a big deal, though, because they've been fighting nonstop during COVID. They haven't seen each other. We thought he was fake. I didn't think he was fake. I did not not think they will ever meet. I think their relationship may be fake, but they're going to meet. So she's packing up. All this stuff for him, right? That's what she does. She buys things. Twelve watches, one that's three thousand dollars. It's a snake watch. Also, okay, get him a nice watch. Why are you buying twelve watches? Like, I don't get it. I don't. I love watches. I don't. I have three watches. Out of the three, one is like really good, and I got it from you for my birthday. Why, why would I need 12 watches? Right. You should, if he's into watches, get him one nice watch. Yeah, that's what, nice I, that's and what I was saying. And if he's not into watches, well, then why does he need 12? Exactly. Like, she should have saved the money and give it to his mom instead since she's paying them as well. Well, that's what he ends up saying. But she's clearly buying his love. That Oh, yeah. That's so clear. You're bringing him bags on bags on bags of gifts mm-hmm. your your presence forget the other presents your presence should be enough for that's him that's a good one yeah right well i feel like he's there for the presents and for the money and well, she's there for the young meat so 
She's so white wine wasted in this scene. I think she is most of the time, but you can just see it here. The way she slurs, the way she talks, the way she looks. She's white wine wasted, just going on and on about how much she's. And maybe it's a flex on her part. She wants to show off how much money she has. So oh, she, yeah. So that's kind of what it is, too. It's not necessarily you want all of this stuff or I want to give you all this stuff. I just want to show you and your family how much money I have. I think so. I feel like he he must ask for a few things, but I don't think he's asking for 12 watches and a biker right. headpiece. Right. So she's bringing him all this stuff. There's one other big item she's bringing. Oh, let me guess. Go for it. Okay. I know you're going to say the ring. Yeah. I was going to point out the mask, the face mask she's wearing oh. later on, but no. let me let me not skip ahead. She's bringing the ring. She's bringing her family ring, her mother's ring, in the hopes that he proposes. So tell me how this works. She's bringing the ring for him to propose with. But you don't know that he's going to propose. You're hoping he proposes. So you're bringing a ring in case he does. That's not how it works. Usually he would say, I want to propose. Let me get a ring. Mm-hmm. Right? If he was going to propose, he would go get the ring, not wait for her to bring him one so that he could propose. Well, I I don't think he can afford one. And we know people who did this. We know a girl who did, you know, who basically paid for the ring or got the ring, gave it to the guy and he proposed. But basically she proposed. I get we don't know how at all. When? We don't know no, if he okay. said, oh, I want to propose to you and then. She said, oh, well, if you do, I want to give you this so you can... like." True, but I feel this is the same situation. They must have discussed because he keeps, you know, she keeps bringing up the K-1 visa. If they're going to apply for a K-1 visa, they must have discussed getting engaged and getting married. So I feel like it's almost like a formality. Or Brian's just used to getting jewelry from her so he just assumes well she gives me watches and other jewelry she'll she'll give me a ring too maybe he's just expecting that maybe so here, so here comes the ring right for better or worse and that means this is the deciding trip do they move forward as a couple or do they end it it all comes down to this mm-hmm. and that's she basically says that so yeah so okay stephanie is up in the air Right, she's flying. She's up in the air, just like her relationship is. She's flying to go meet Ryan, and this is where she's wearing this mask. She's wearing this Ryan and Stephanie mask. It's a mask with her photos on it. Did you see the airplane she was on? It was like a flying bus. Well, I would not get on that thing. I think that was the final flight. Yeah, I don't I would think you take. On I don't thing. think you take your Delta seven thirty seven straight to Belize. You have to get well, on a couple. Well, even if I had to get on that plane for ten minutes, I would not. Yeah. Well, then you're not going to Belize. <laughs> I guess I'm not. But here's the thing: I'm most shocked about about the mask. It's not that oh, this is something Rebecca would wear. It's that Stephanie's wearing this mask from Vistaprint with her and Ryan on it. But wouldn't you expect Stephanie to wear like a Louis Vuitton mask? Doesn't she seem like the kind of girl, mm-hmm. the kind of woman that would wear a Gucci mask, right? Yes, but also, you know, she's so in love. But she's not wearing t-shirts with her faces on it, but she's wearing a mask with her faces on it. Maybe she got inspired by Rebecca. I guess. It was just surprising. Like, okay, you're so posh. You're driving your 
two Maseratis, right? But you're wearing this Vistaprint mask. No, you you have a Chanel mask. I know you do. <laughs> Maybe it was for the show, you know, to show Ryan how much she loves him. To, sh- to show immigration how much they love each other. Yeah. That, that's, that's, what they, that's, that's what they include in their evidence to immigration is all of the items that they have each other's faces on. That's what Rebecca and Ziet should include. Oh, for, for sure. Just, just screen, like you, Therese and I are going through it. You include all of your evidence, right? Of what makes you a bona fide real Everything. couple. Rebecca and Ziet would just include a screenshot of their Vistaprint order history. <laughs> Magnets, mouse pads, mugs. Blankets, pillows. Whatever. T-shirts. Okay, so back to Stephanie and Ryan. Stephanie finally touches down in Belize, and here's Ryan waiting for her. And yeah, this is where we first see him. This is where we first meet him. And he says, my dreams have finally come true. Stephanie's back in Belize, right? Mm-hmm. All right. This, is your, this is your dream. Okay. I believe you. Sure. Well, later on, he also says that he can't wait to go to America. So but- that's his complete, dream. Which completely contradicts what he said in a previous episode, sure. though, because he was like, what do you want? Sure, I'd love to see America. I'd love to visit yeah, it. I feel like that that's his plan. He would love to go stay for a few years, live off of his sugar mama, you know, get another 12 watches or whatever, uh, and right. then go back to Belize. Right. He has no intention of spending the rest of his life in America with her. For sure not. Also... Her money goes way further in Belize, I'm sure, than it does oh, yeah. in Michigan. So, okay, the two of them get to this hotel, and this place looks kind of amazing. It was a really nice hotel. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder if it's the hotel that her friend owns and where oh, Ryan works. I didn't even think about that. All I could think about is, we know she paid for it. Even if Ryan paid for it, we know she paid for it because yeah. he's paying Ryan's salary. But that's a great point. Maybe maybe it's her friend's resort and she got a deal. So I'm sure she did. Like let's let's wait for, you know, when they when they're gonna show us the name of the hotel in right. two shots. All right, you gotta promote it. Guilty. So Stephanie doesn't even wait a minute. She breaks out all the gifts, everything she brought for him. And this is when Ryan's like I'd rather have the cash than these yeah. gifts. So so honest. I mean, which, he can sell it. Right. But we all know he doesn't need 12 watches. He wants the cash, which and at I, least he was honest about it. Yeah, that's true. I don't think she registered it because she was going like sexy underwear, regular underwear, more sexy underwear, regular underwear. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Right. And then she brings out the glow in the dark rubbers and okay are those condoms yes and here's here's my here's my concern i don't know what's more strange that they're glow in the dark or that she calls them rubbers she's a 50 right how old is she 50 something years old yeah 53 she's 52 yeah and she's calling them rubbers (laughs) that's the stephanie your condoms right let's (laughs) let's keep the class here Again, I'm glowing in the dark robbers. It's like, who are you? Maybe she's trying to be British. No, I robbers is what I don't know. High school girls call them. I don't know. I'm really? probably being offensive to high school girls, but I think you, 
people, everyone says condoms. Yes, if you're a mature human being, you call them condoms. You don't call them rubbers. Rubbers is what? Oh, but now when I'm thinking about it, we actually in Czech, those an immature people, we call them rubbers, but the Czech translation that exactly means rubbers. That's what I'm saying, but it's not a classy thing to say. I've never heard it in America. So I have, not in my personal life. Well, but, I hope not. Right. But so we have glow in the dark rubbers, which is like two negatives. It's it was so cringy that you're okay, a why, why would you why would you buy that? I don't like, know. I like, like, imagine just like it's so dark and all you can see is Ryan's penis. Jeez, I don't want to picture that. I don't want to picture that. <laughs> Anyways, so they have this little chat. They start talking about their status and they're like, we're going to put all the fights behind us, right? We're going to make each other a priority. No more fighting. So then stalker Stephanie goes, why don't you bring your phone over here so I can go through it really quickly? See what you've been up to, right? Because okay. So much trust in the relationship. Right, let's, let's put all the fights behind us and put and just make each other a priority. Let me see what you've been doing while I've been gone. Okay, so she gets the phone and immediately, who's Kayla SC? Well, sounds to me like Ryan Belize is talking to Kayla, South Carolina. Right? I was thinking yeah. the same thing. That's- and it, like TLC put an ad right after. I was like, come on, classic. <laughs> Came back and it was a cousin. Right. Not a but- cousin. Not a cousin Stephanie's banged because Stephanie's banged. At least one of Ryan's cousins. Oh, yeah. She's about to come clean, I believe. But, but I saw the same thing. I was like, Kyla, South Carolina. But no, the defense is, oh, this is my cousin, which is a hilarious defense because, hey, cousins aren't off the table. Stephanie's banging cousins. Maybe Ryan's banging cousins, too. Maybe like Stephanie's cousins. Right. It's So apparently, Ryan wants you to believe it's nothing to worry about. I'm not so sure. Well, I mean... I'm pretty sure that he has been cheating on her and he is still cheating on her. She but again, knows it. So, so is Stephanie. Stephanie's cheated on him with his cousin. What's the cousin's name? Harris? Harris. Yeah, shout out to Harris. He got out. He got to mention Harris. He I gotta wonder if Harris makes an appearance. Oh, I hope so. I'm holding out for, for Harris for sure. So, okay, they go through the phone and then Ryan's like, Okay, for two weeks, I'm going to remove the password so you can trust me. You could you could just tell her your password. So like for like, two weeks, he's not going to be chatting with hosts. Right. So while you're here, so I'm not going to cheat. So while you're here, I'm not going to cheat on you. Right? <laughs> he's so generous. He's such a nice guy. <laughs> I'll focus on you for the two weeks. Well, I'm just going to use the glow-in-the-dark rubbers with you while you're here. But as soon as she you leave. A lot. But as soon as you leave. The, the the password's going back on, and, and who knows what's going to happen. I mean, did you hear he made a comment about Stephanie being old, but she can still, like, hit it a few times? <laughs> well, that's <laughs> like, honest, a few too. times per night? That's honest, too. Ryan's being very honest, a little too honest. He's like, Michael! <laughs> I'm not going to yell in the hotel room. I don't want to wake up my neighbors, but yeah. Michael! Michael! <laughs> Michael's always, always honest about BJ's. Oh... <sighs> I don't want to think about it. I, I miss know. Michael. I wonder what he's up to. 
Come to America, Michael. Please come. Oh, please come to America, Michael. And please be on TLC. Okay. So the gifts are given. The talk is had. Now they get ready for dinner. They go to dinner, get a couple margaritas. It's time to get loose, right? Let's have some drinks. Let's have some conversation. It's time to get loose. And Stephanie's like, thanks for letting me go through your phone. You never used to let me do that. Oh, Ryan, you're so generous. <laughs> Did you hear that like, they ordered the margaritas and then Ryan said he would like to have a lobster? Oh, yeah. yeah let me get the. What's the most expensive <laughs> thing on this menu? Are you, literally, you're literally. buying. You're buying, right, Stephanie? You're buying. Okay, let me get the most expensive thing on this menu. He's sitting there with the pet peeves with the fire and skulls, ordering a lobster. It's such a bad look, and she's like, "Oh, I love when you wear this. It's, it's like when so I bad. when it's I met so you. Bad. When I met you, you would wear this. Like, here's the thing: we had seen him on Facetime or whatever for a couple episodes, and I was like, I don't think this guy's good looking at all. When we saw him this episode, there was something in his eyes where I'm like, okay, maybe he's kind of got something. He's not good looking. By yeah, any I didn't chance. see anything. I just see a scammer. I see that too, but I'm like, okay, he's got maybe something interesting. But then you go and put on that Harley Davidson skull and fire headband and it completely goes out the window. He he does not look attractive. And he like watches with like five displays. No, oh, it's so nice. Whatever you call it, you know. No, that's a a watch that you pretend is expensive, but you really get it out of the claw from a bowling alley. Well, she called it a military watch, so maybe there wasn't a $3,000 watch. I have a military watch, and military watches are very cool. And that was not a military military watch. I don't know. I'm just quoting whatever I saw on TV. Yeah. Well, don't. It'll get you in trouble. I promise you. So they're at dinner. And they start talking about the visa and the issues with it and how COVID's making things more difficult. And Ryan's like, it is what it is. It is what it is. He doesn't care, right? Oh, he's happy. I'm sure he's like, yes, COVID-19. Right. Keep sending me the cash here. Keep sending me the watches. Send me the watch, send me the cash, right? But he says he'll get to the States. Don't worry. But this is what I was saying before. It's basically the exact opposite of what he said on a previous episode the last time we saw him i don't care about going to the states maybe i'll go to the states instead he's like what do you want to do you want to come here you want to bang other women oh, and that's now, exactly what he wants to do that's exactly what he wants to do but now he's like oh i'll, I'll get there don't worry i'll i'll come i'll be with you there he's uh, he's such a liar he's such a scammer he is the worst like i genuinely don't like him he's trying to be a good guy he's like oh for two weeks here's my password i'm going to change we will work on ourselves i don't buy it not for a second not for a second so then stephanie whips out that one more piece of jewelry that she's got and she gives ryan her mom's ring and she says if we decide to get married this is the ring i want you to propose with right so he was like Okay, mom. Right. She gives it to him to keep, which I'm like, ah, all right. We'll see where that ring ends up. But then, then tells the camera, and this is always a classic, love to be reminded of this. I still haven't been totally honest about the fact that I slept with his cousin. (laughs) (laughs) Just so, oh my God, what is going through your mind? You're giving this guy your mom's ring. This is your mom's ring. Here you go, Ryan. 
I want to get married to you. I want you to propose to me with this ring. But let me turn to the camera and say, still haven't told him about the fact that I slept with Harris, your cousin. She should have told him about this before giving him the ring, or now she has to wait until he gives it back to her. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he kept the ring and sold it once mm-hmm. he finds oh, out yeah. that he slept with Harris. But then what, she, what is she going to do? He's going to be like, will you marry me, Stephanie? She's going to be like, yes. He's going to put the ring on her finger. And she's going to be like, by the way, I banged Harris. Right. It's kind of a trap. It's kind of like, oh, I'm yeah. going to give you this ring. I'm going to make you commit to me. And then I'm going to tell you the shitty stuff I did. Well, I mean, none of them are angels. That's for sure. That's for sure. All right. That's Stephanie and Ryan. You want to move on? Yeah, let's move on to Mike and Natalie. So it's the day after that low-class blow-up. We all remember that. They seem to be very cozy. I did not expect that. Yeah, they're at home. They're building a fire. And they talk about the fight that they had the day before. They both acknowledge it. They both apologize which I was surprised about. Natalie says she was overreacting, which I did not expect her to say. No, me neither. And I'm going to describe Natalie in two words. Are you ready? Uh, Sour Patch Kid. That's three words, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) But uh, maybe Are the candies called Sour Patch Kids? Still still three words. Oh, okay. Even if it's candy. Okay, I'm going to describe Natalie in three words. Are you ready? Yes. Sour Patch Kid. Got it that time. Sure. Yeah. Explain. She's so... Sour? <laughs> yes, she's sweet and sour. Uh, you, know, you know what it means when someone says that you are like a Sour Patch Kid? No, but I like, how you, I like how you took Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde and came up with another way to express it because we've been saying that a lot. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate Sour Patch Kids. You've never seen the co- Sour Patch Kid commercial? Oh, oh, they're fantastic. First, they're sour. No, yeah, first, first they're, they're, sweet, sour, then they're, then they're sour. No, no, first they're sour, then they're sweet. <laughs> like the little Sour Patch guy will go up to a house and uh-huh. egg it, and then the owner will come out and he'll kind of just hug the owner and just kind of <laughs> apologize. Like first they're sour, then they're sweet. Yes. Yeah, so wow, you're so you're so right. First she's sour, and then maybe she's a little sweet. That's a that's a great that's a great reference. You're welcome, world. <laughs> yeah. So for the longest time, I was like. She thinks she can do anything and get away with it. She thinks there's nothing she can do that's out of line. But I think she realized, hey, I was out of line. So she apologized. She yeah, said, I was surprised, but, you know, good for her, Sour Patch Kid. <laughs> she says, you know, leaving home was tough. That's why I acted the way I acted. It was hard being away. But you know she was a witch, even in Ukraine. So, I like how you say she was a witch because we are so PG. I don't want to use the B word. I don't want to get... I've been getting some emails, and we'll talk about it later, about things I've said that are not are not accepted by all. Okay. So I'm just, just going to watch what I say. Yeah. I don't need, I don't need to say the... I don't need to say the B word. It's no, not going to make any difference. So I'm going to say... I like witch. I like She's witch. a witch. She's, She's a witch. A I don't. Witch. I'm going to save myself the hassle of reading a couple emails tomorrow <laughs> and just say witch. <laughs> we like all know. It. We all know what I'm saying, right? <laughs> so then Mike goes, "I'm not trying to hurt you. It's still really early in the relationship." How long have they been together? 
I don't know, but the fact that you're saying the fact that it's still it's still it's too early for me to hurt you. It's it's foreshadowing what's to come, and it's kind of dark. Like I'll hurt you in a few years. It's too early (laughs) to hurt you now. Oh, Michael. But they seem to get over it. They they hug it out. They they move on. And so we get to the next morning. They're cleaning because they're always cleaning. That's the only thing they do. I don't understand how this house gets so dirty. They're literally always cleaning. It's still like cleaning after Bojangles. Right? So they're cleaning because Mike's mom is coming mm-hmm. for the weekend. She's coming Trish. to stay the weekend. Trish. Trish. And Mike tells Natalie, my mom is practical and she's hard-headed. And Natalie's like, what does that mean? So she pulls up the definition of what hard-headed is. And she sees it means not sentimental. And she's like, <laughs> oh, no. we're not. She's not sentimental. We're not going to get along. Can I does tell you Natalie, one thing? Does Natalie think she's sentimental? No, no, no. I don't think Natalie knows what sentimental <laughs> that's, means. That's true. Because she, Mike made a comment, and I realized that she's so upset that she doesn't know what it means. She, she just thinks it means probably mental, because Natalie's mental. <laughs> yeah. That's for sure. Forget the senta part. They're they're all just mental. You know what's like? And again, she's a foreigner, so I'm not making fun fun of her, you know, vocabulary or pronunciations. Like I've been there, you know, all my fellow foreigners, we all been there. But when her husband to be tells her what it means and trying to explain, not just this, you know, the root beer, like everything. Yeah, she should trust him. And all she does, she starts questioning everything. Well, she, she's high IQ and he's low IQ. So why well, would she's she? So high, like one why would she so believe? High. Why would she? She's high maintenance. I don't know if she's high oh, IQ. Yeah. So here we go. Right, Mike's mom Trish arrives to swim. She lives in Oklahoma, so she doesn't see Mike often. So this is a big deal. She is here, and she walks in and she meets Natalie. And the first thing, the very first thing Natalie says to Trish is oh you so stylish it's the same thing she said to bojangles when they met right like oh you stylish man you the most stylish man it's the first this must be a common american greeting they teach people in ukraine like why is she going around just saying you so stylish Uh, maybe she doesn't know what it means either i think they probably teach you they must have taught you in check greetings american greetings right yeah it's like hello how are you my name right. is Teresa. exactly What's but why, your does, name? why does natalie tell everybody that she meets that they're so stylish when they're clearly not because that's a, just a common greeting i think Maybe they she's, being, she's being a witch she's you think she's being facetious i don't i think she i think she thinks that's a normal nice thing to tell someone i've never met someone for the first time and been like I mean, I guess maybe I have, but not not Trish and Bojangles. Oh, you're so stylish. I would just like, oh, nice to meet you. Yeah, me too. I mean, I've told people when I, you know, they were something I, I love, but I must like love it. Exactly. Exactly. Not after a however many hour road trip or plane ride and or stumbling into a bar drunk as Bojangles did. Mm-hmm. Who knows what? And saying you so stylish. Maybe she like a nice thing to say, you know? That's what I'm saying, which I think is hilarious that she's taught to say that. <laughs> I think she, she has, told herself. She has no discretion. She just says it to anyone. So, she, so Trish comes in. They sit around and Trish starts joking around 
right? Joking with Mike. And Natalie just sits there stone cold. She doesn't understand the joke. She doesn't get it. Right? She says it out loud, but she doesn't get it. She hates that Mike makes jokes. She says, I don't like that. I don't like that Mike jokes. It's such a weird thing not to like. I don't like that Mike has a sense of humor. Because she doesn't get it. And I don't, it might be the language barrier a little bit, but I also think that she has no sense of humor in her own language. She's a witch. She's a total witch. Right. She's got a broomstick stuck up her butt. Well, she cleans the house with it all the time. And that's why we call her a witch. Exactly. There Mm -hmm. you go. So Natalie starts to get upset because Mike's mom takes Mike's side. And she's like, Mike's mom is taking Mike's side. My mom takes Mike's (laughs) side. Everyone's taking Mike's side. Why are they taking Mike's side? I wonder why, Natalie. Because he's so crazy. Yeah. No one's going to take your side. So she gets so offended that no one takes her side. Well, maybe you should reassess what your side is. I'm going to tell a personal witch story, an actual witch story. You ready? Sure. In Czech, I think it's in April, we have a witch burning day. Which they used to burn witches, I guess. But we celebrated, like, oh, kids celebrated. You dress up as a witch and you go, you dance around a little um, fireplace or, like, you know, a fire outside mm-hmm. and you grill a little piece of meat, a little hot dog, right? Yeah. And then there is a competition about, like, the best looking witch. I won, like, three years in a row. Really? Yeah, because of my costume. And guess what? I made all the costumes myself. My mom didn't help me at all. Look at you. She just helped me to wash my brush my hair afterwards because I just did crazy things with it. But I won I won so many times. That was like the best witch. So proud of you. I don't an, know actual, if an actual witch. I don't know if we've told that you won miss breathing camp but we'll if we haven't told that story we should save it for another time yeah I wanna, let's say i want i want to be i want to be in the room with you when we tell your miss breathing camp story also i i had a dog a mix you won a mixed you won. breed dog showing yeah <laughs> you're you are a winner you are such a winner and everything so, before i turned 15 you never think about your successes, do you? You're so successful. You've been, you've won so many things. I used to be successful. I don't I think you give yourself enough credit. <laughs> I feel like I was successful before I started smoking cigarettes. Jeez, that's a lesson for all of you guys at yeah. home that are smoking cigarettes. Do not. Yeah, so, I felt like I was too cool for everything else, but we'll tell you some other time. So Natalie brings up that she doesn't have her ring back, right? Because... Mike's mom, Trish, wants to talk about kids. Natalie doesn't want to talk about kids because she doesn't have her ring back. And without a ring, not even going to think about kids. And so Natalie says, Mike always keeps her guessing. And I think it means, oh, is he going to give her the ring back? What's going on with the relationship? He always keeps me guessing. And Trish kind of burns Natalie and says, well, when you gave the ring back, were you trying to keep Mike guessing? Mm. Oh, I think Oh, look at Trish. I was like, go Trish. Yeah, so I don't think Trish is too optimistic about this relationship. She's not too sold on them. She's not, and she says it a few times during the episode, but... Yeah, so they all head out for dinner, and Natalie's crossing her fingers that Trish is going to tell Mike to give Natalie her ring back. Hello? You forgot about, like, the best part. What? That... 
There are bears living around the house, and Trish saw a bear. Okay, so Natalie is like so shocked that there are bears in the woods. I didn't understand if Trish saw bears in Oklahoma around her place, no. or if she saw them in Squim. Okay. Squim. She says she walked down the driveway, and there was a bear. And then she kept saying that there are a ton of bears, which I would expect in yeah. Washington State. Yeah, that's why it's, I didn't really bring it up because it's not surprising. Of course, there are bears. Well, I was just I was surprised that Natalie was so surprised. Yeah. Like you live in the woods, right? That don't end. <laughs> you live in never-ending woods, right? So they go to dinner. Right. And Trish says, I think we're interacting pretty well, but the language barrier makes it more difficult to have a conversation. And I'm like, eh, it's not the language. It's not the language barrier, Trish. It's Natalie. It's Natalie who makes it more difficult to have a conversation. I was like, I was going to, I was thinking that Trish is going to say something about like Natalie telling Michael not to eat the butter. Oh, well. That was a thing. Classic. Trish was kind of right, and I had to research this. Butter does have its benefits. Yeah. Butter, butter does have some good fatty yeah. you just have uh, to acids. And, be, you know, you have to be smart. You cannot right. eat three sticks of butter and think right. it's okay. Right. It's not all good. There are some negative components to butter, but it's, it's no, it's healthy fats and get your butter. So Trish was right about that, right? Yeah, but Natalie thinks it's wrong. But I was just so mind blown that we we all know that she tells Michael he has to lose weight. You know, his IQ isn't too high, yada, yada, yada. So, such I a supportive was, wife. Oh, she's so supportive. Or fiance or whatever she is at this she's point. She's not even. She's nothing. No, she's a girl. And that's why. But that's why she's nothing is because she acts this way. She would be something if she didn't act this way. True. Well, I was going to say that. I was surprised she actually did this in front of Mike's mom. Oh, she I thought she's going to bite her tongue. No, whatever she... he's eating or drinking, you know. No, she doesn't know how to bite her tongue. Are you kidding me? Yeah. She brings up the meat challenge. And she's like, oh, yeah, we agreed to this meat challenge. And probably not what you should tell Mike's mom because you just come across as this controlling person. You're... No mom wants to think of their son as being controlled mm -hmm. by somebody else. and Or daughter. Anyone. Right. Their child. Right. They want their child to be free to do what they want. And here's Natalie controlling their child. So not a good move, Natalie. But then Mike brings up how she hasn't unpacked yet. And that is, like, well, we've been fighting. There's no wedding date. I don't have a ring. No ring. I don't have a ring. Why would I unpack? So here comes the whole ring conversation again. But at least on this instance, Natalie admits she was wrong for throwing the ring back at Mike. Sour Patch Kid. Sour Patch Kid. That's a good one. So we're making progress here. right? So they start talking about the wedding. And Natalie wants her mom to be there. And of course, we all agree with that. Trish agrees with that. Natalie's mom should be there. So the idea is, Natalie needs a date so that her mom can apply for a visa, mm -hmm. so that she can be there. You can't just say, sure, we're going to have a wedding tomorrow. Come. 
There needs to be some planning involved. So Trish encourages them to find a date. Find a date so you can plan for it and your mom can come. She can get her visa. She can be there. And it makes sense. They're all on the same page with this. Because Ukraine doesn't have what, let's say, Czech Republic and most European countries have for the United States. So for my parents, when they come, they don't need visa. You just apply online and you get a basically an approval, a letter that says, okay, you can come for 90 days and you get this within 48 hours. Right. So, but Ukraine doesn't have it. They actually do have to go and apply for any kinds of visa. So it's more difficult. So it makes sense. Let's come up with a date so we can plan for this. So the next day they do, they start talking about a wedding date. And Mike says, how about April 2nd? But Natalie doesn't like that number. She wants three. She wants something the third because it's biblical. The Holy Trinity, right? The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. She wants the three. So they decide on April 3rd. Plus, getting married at the beginning of the month is better than getting married at the end of the month, apparently. Is that what she said? Natalie, yeah. Because she said last time she got married at the the end of the month. And it didn't work out. So they decide on this date. They tell Trish the good news. And you can tell Trish isn't totally thrilled about this, but she plays along. Mm-hmm. Right? She's like, what kind of wedding? What kind of wedding do you want? And Natalie says, doesn't really matter. I don't care if we get married in the church or not. And I'm like, wait, what? I thought you were this religious mm-hmm. person who that's all you can. You're bringing the big cross and putting it in Mike's place. And you want to get married on the third because it's biblical, but you don't care if you get married in a church or not well i was so surprised but her reason is because mike isn't baptized and he's right. not getting baptized right. but, it wouldn't be a real church wedding because he's not going to get baptized but you could still get married at the church right and since when is natalie one for compromise it's like <laughs> i feel like she like hit her head or something something happened something definitely happened she fell, fell off her broom yeah and i don't know what but yeah she fell off her broom and she hit her head so right then, they, they've decided on this date. Natalie's mom calls, and they share the good news. Trish, not so thrilled. Natalie's mom could not be happier. Oh, my God. Natalie's mom oh. is so happy. I can't totally see her poor, nice face being so thrilled about it. Oh, right. But this call just makes Natalie emotional. She misses her mom, clearly. She starts to cry, makes Trish emotional too. That's where you see motherly Trish. She's she's feeling the emotion of this whole thing. She starts to get teary-eyed. And it is an emotional moment. Mike consoles Natalie. It's kind of the it's really kind of the first episode we've seen Mike and Natalie support each other and console yes. each other and, and show emotion and love. Very and true. I really think it was a genuine moment. And if I saw more of this type of thing throughout the season, I would go, oh, this is a real couple. This couple could make it. But this is the one time in Mm -hmm. seven or eight episodes that I've seen emotion and love. Plus, I'm sure Natalie was behaving a little better because of Trish. I mean, she she was a classic Natalie with like no butter and, you know, where is my ring and all this. But I feel like she was trying. Like she put on her, you know, nice face. Yeah, yeah, completely agree. So but, that's yeah. yeah I was just gonna add one more thing. 
Yeah, go ahead. Natalie acts like a child. She is a child. That's what kids do. Kids get mad when you get mad at them. They get mad when you don't give them something. They cry. They get emotional. Yeah. Well, she's not a Sour Patch adult. She's a Sour Patch kid. Oh, she is a total. Thank you. She's a I total love Sour Patch I kid. Love I love that. That's okay. it. I have nothing Speaking else to say. Speaking of kids, let's talk about Brandon and Julia because we got a couple of kids. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. 20 days. 20 days in. And it seems like Julia is finally finding her group on the farm. She's doing her thing. She's tending to the animals. But she tells the camera how her life feels like the movie. And of course, with all these Russian-Ukrainian women, it's not the movie that you think you see in your head. It's not Hollywood. It's not Hollywood. It's a horror movie. It's Groundhog Day. I think that's what she was referring to because she says the same day over and over and over again. I think it's Groundhog's Day. I think that's what she's referencing. So Julie's on the farm tending to the chickens and she just loses it. So she leaves the farm and she FaceTimes her dad, Igor, who looks more like an ex-boyfriend to me than her dad. Looks very young, but he looks like he's 30. Well, I feel like and must be same in all of Europe, probably in America too. Like I think I told you that my parents are the oldest parents for all my friends. My yeah. mom talked to me when she was 27. But she, but Julie is 26. So do 27 plus 26 because I can't. Oh, no, that's too old. I feel like and most of he's my not friends. 50, he's not 50 something. He's, so he is 40 something. He's like early, like 40. Yeah. yeah. He just looked very young. Listen, listen. Good for my, him. my uncle, who you've met. Yes. Is. Not even fifty. He's in him his mid forties, and he's chewing. Yeah, Igor kind of reminded me of your uncle a little bit. <laughs> so, because they all got married and they had kids very early. So she tells her dad or her ex boyfriend, whoever this is, she's over. She's over the farm life, and she wants to move already. Right? She's twenty days in, and she's over it. And so her dad's like, in the Ukraine. In Ukraine, we have this really unique saying, two cooks in the same kitchen won't get along. I'm like, Igor, it's not a unique saying. We all we all say too many cooks in the kitchen. <laughs> I just feel I just feel like he said something else, but the translation, this would be the closest. Yeah. Just, you know how I sometimes translate or check sayings literally and yeah. they don't make sense? I'm sure I, I could it's, find an American equivalent. He's like, in Ukraine, we say too many cooks in the kitchen. I'm like, we say that in America too, Igor. I hear you. I know what you're saying. <laughs> so Julia still feels like Brandon's just not manning up, not tending to her wants and needs. And so she tells her dad all of this. And she says, this is the day I'm going to talk to him. I'm going to let him know how serious I am that I can no longer stay on the farm. I can no longer tend to the animals, right? Apparently Brandon, and we don't really know too much about this, but apparently Brandon promised they would move from the farm soon. He never gave a date when they would move. And he always came up with reasons why they could not move, but apparently he keeps promising her that they will move. Well, I, well, my understanding is that before she came, that's what he said. Like, Hey, are we going to live with my parents for a few weeks? Then we'll move out. Then she came and he explained to her the money situation, how he paid for all the trips and the wedding is expensive and the ring. So they're going to stay with the parents for the 90 days. But that was nothing new. Those were not new expenses. He knew about those expenses. So 
he should have just been upfront and saying, yeah. here's, here's the situation. It, it was made to, she made it seem like things kept popping up that prohibited them from moving sooner than later. But that's not the case. There was no new expenses that popped up. Yes, but she, like, okay, I get it. She hates the farm, which, you know, I love animals. I would probably have fun. But anyway, she hates Now it. you're sounding like Brandon. Now you're sounding like Brandon's defense. Well, because it's not forever. I would actually be happy to have something to do. Yeah, for 20 I'll days. Be, I'll be that honest. But let's say, let's say, um, what was I talking about? That she wants to move. He kept, he kept having issues why they could not move. Oh, yeah. So I was going to say she should ha- have a better understanding about the money situation. Like she needs to understand that he's the only one who's making money. She cannot contribute. America is expensive. And I feel like she should suck it up. Right. So she's over it, though. So she wants to let him know how over it she is. She calls him while he's at work, while he's busy at work. He picks up and she's like, hi. I don't want to live here. I'm like, <laughs> listen, I do not like Brandon at all. But this poor guy's probably in a battle with roaches and rats, right? He's probably fighting for his life against these roaches and rats. And she's just like, hi, we need to leave right now. I, I'm packing my bags. We need to get off this farm. And I think this is the closest we've seen of her getting to Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. We heard a lot about her kind of having these two personalities and this might be what we're talking about here because that's crazy to call someone in the middle of their work and mm-hmm. have have this conversation. Yeah. It's not like, hey, honey, I'm going to the supermarket. What do you want for dinner? It's like, hey, let's talk about this really significant life change that I know you're not going to be happy with while you're at work, while you're on the job. Yeah. I, I didn't get why she called right away, but, you know. She, her argument, she was annoyed. She had enough. She called. Right. Her argument's not wrong. It's just the wrong time. Oh, a totally wrong timing. So th- she threatens to move back to Russia, basically, if things don't change ASAP. So, okay, Brandon arrives home from work, finally, tracks down Julia. She's in her bedroom. And Julia starts going on and on. She hates the farm. She hates staying there all of the work she has to do she didn't come there for that she came there for brandon right she says brandon i don't think you love me if you're putting me in these conditions i don't think you love me and he says i'm trying to make things better but i he hasn't tried anything really it doesn't seem like he's tried anything he hasn't changed anything really since he's gotten there he maybe stood up to ron and betty once for a second and quickly back down but he's he's not doing much at all for their relationship it seems yeah and he's like oh i don't understand why is it so hard to take care of cute animals right which that's, right. that's my <laughs> question too it's because they're not cute animals when you're probably scooping their poop and getting up at five in the morning and cleaning their cages or whatever they are it's not just hanging out with a cute animal for an hour a day. It's actually work and it's work she didn't sign up for. True, but at least you have something to do for the 90 days or more. It's going to be more than 90 days. Right, right. So I think Brandon, though, is realizing, look, she's not happy. We do need to make a change if this is going to work out. And so he says, 
I'm going to be the man that you want me to be. Famous last words. <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. think you're going to be the man that she wants you to be. We saw in the previews that he's going to talk to the parents. So I'm kind of excited for the next episode. Well, can I say the best thing? Not even the best thing about this segment. The best thing about the entire episode. Mm-hmm. We didn't have to deal with Ron and Betty. Didn't see them once. Oh, that's very true. But didn't you miss them? Didn't nope. you miss? Nope. <laughs> I no, I needed a breather. I needed a breather from Ron. You love to hate them. Oh no, I just hate them at this point. I really do. <laughs> I really do. I still love to hate them. They're so annoying. They're give so it, obnoxious. Give it an episode. But well, and you you got your wish. Thank you, thank you, TLC. All right, Joby and Yara. Yeah, nothing was really happening here. I mean, besides, we found out that Yara is probably pregnant. Right, right. So she goes to the the pharmacy. She buys the pregnancy test, and I, I don't think she thought she was pregnant. I guess that's what they lead you to believe. The doctor did tell her when she had her miscarriage, it would be hard for her to get mm-hmm. pregnant again. So that's probably in her mind, and she's going, "Well, a doctor told me this. How could I get pregnant so easily, so quickly?" Mm-hmm. And so she doesn't think she is. I'm like surprised she wasn't on a birth control or, you know, they didn't get like rubbers. Yeah. <laughs> rubbers and call the dark rubbers. <laughs> so here's, here's the thing. And again, I say it every week. I am more and more team Jovi and Yara as the weeks go by. At the beginning, I was not. I did not like Yara, skeptical of the situation. As it goes on, I'm more and more on their side. And I'm very team Yara here because she doesn't love that Jovi goes away for a month at a time. She's lonely. She has nobody in the States, nothing to do. She's bored, right? Mm-hmm. I think some people would say a child would fix that. I would have something to do. I would have someone to take care of. I would not be alone. But Yara is wise enough to go, no, that's not the situation I want to bring it kid into i want there to be two parents present i don't want to do this alone so props to her for not using a child as entertainment or as support yeah. or as company i've been liking uh, her and jovi for the past couple of episodes like as you yeah. said more and more because i can see that they are a real couple yeah. like i can see that you know yes they have their own issues like yara is a little posh jovi is a party boy right yeah. at the end of the day even like the way she speaks about him like she is in it like she yeah they're I a real couple. genuinely believe they're, that she loves him they're a real couple for sure so she gets this test she takes it and and she immediately facetimes her friend that friend lira that she was mm-hmm. talking to and she's like yep it's it's real i'm pregnant and Neither of these girls are happy with the result, which I found, I don't want to say funny because it's not funny, but it was surprising. Lyra's like, maybe it's wrong, but I would hope if you FaceTimed one of your friends back home and said you were pregnant, they would be like, oh my God, congratulations. That's so exciting, right? Well, Lyra's like, oh, maybe it's wrong. Well, Lyra knows the situation. They thought last time. No, but still, that's not what anyone wants to hear. Even if you don't want a kid, you need someone to tell you, oh, that's great. It's going to be good. I think I would say that too. If, you know, I talked to one of my friends from. Really? You'd be like, oh, maybe it's wrong. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe your child is wrong. 
No, no, no. Maybe the test is certain. I know, no, I know, I know. It's still coming out. It's like, no, but I don't. So let's say good. I'm it's talking a negative to, thing that you're pregnant. I'm talking to a friend back home. She's like, oh, you know, I think I might be pregnant, but I'm not ready for it. My, you know, fiance travels so much. I don't think I, you know, I'm not ready. I don't want to be pregnant. And called me the next day and said, the test is positive. I would probably say, you know what? Like, it might be wrong. You should take another test and go and see a doctor before okay. congratulating her. I guess. I don't know if I would say maybe it's wrong, but I'm with you. I would say, oh, like, have you taken a second test? Like, confirm. Like, oh, you should confirm. Yeah. Maybe saying wrong is the wrong choice of words. Yeah. But, you know, I I don't think there was nothing wrong with, like, her questioning it. No, I'm with you. So, she says, Yara says, I'm not going to tell Jovi until he's back from work. He's coming back in a few days. I'm with you. That's probably a conversation to have face to face. And so I just find it again, not funny, but interesting. Jovi leaves for work in that night. They're fighting about kids. He's going to return home and he's going to have one on the way. <laughs> yeah. That's well, uh, quite, quite the coincidence or ironic or whatever you want to call it. Karma. Maybe. So, it's a new day. It's the day Jovi comes home. Yara's heading to the airport to meet Jovi when he arrives. And she gets there and Jovi's pulling a Darcy, changing in the bathroom. How do you know? Because she called him. And she's like, where are you? He's like, I'm changing in the bathroom. Oh, maybe the flat was long and he smells. Who cares? You're going, you're home. You're meeting your fiance. It's like, would I change? So- no. Maybe he spilled a drink on him, you know. Oh, I think what it turned out was I think he was at the bar getting a drink. (laughs) He got like a Jack and Coke or something. He's turning into Bojangles drinking a Jack and Coke at nine in the morning. I mean, what do you do when you travel alone? Well, apparently, though, I did read an Instagram story and he said it wasn't a Jack and Coke. It was just Coke. So I don't know if they were trying to make a storyline for the show, but either way. He, I'm sure Jovi's had his fair share of Jack and Cokes in the morning. Oh, for sure. So he gets there. Yara has the news, is not happy, whether it's real or not. She says she's not happy that Jovi is drinking at 9 a.m. And if she believed he was drinking at 9 a.m., I think the issue was now she looks at Jovi as someone not or not just someone drinking at nine in the morning, but. The future father to her mm-hmm. child. That's, I was right? thinking the same thing. Yeah, she's no longer just looking at him as Jovi. She's looking at him as the father of her child. Mm-hmm. So you're you're going to be under a little more scrutiny now, Jovi. Did you see when they were like looking for a cab being outside and she was like, oh, throw it away. I don't want you to be drinking that. He was still wearing his earbuds. Oh, really? I can't stand that. Yeah. And I'm like, why? Like, I get it. Like, when, you know, until you get to whoever's waiting for you. Take them out. I did that once. So disrespectful. We're we're still working from home. And I think I did that once. I was on conference calls all day. So I had my AirPods in. And then I walked into the other room where you were. And I still had my AirPods. And you're like, oh, you're so cool wearing your AirPods. Like, (laughs) because that's how I see people. Like, oh, you're so cool. Like, wearing your AirPods. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Come on, Jovi. All right. Let's talk about this next couple because. This, is, last. this couple I love to hate. Yeah, is this the last couple? It's the last couple. Save the worst for last. Mm-hmm. Andrew and Amira. What is going on with these two? 
Amira's finally escaped detention. She's back in France. She's got 39 days until her visa expires. It can't expire fast enough. Don't mm-hmm. don't go back with Andrew. Please don't go don't, back don't. with Andrew. And if, if you do, yes, don't. I was <sighs> going to say, you know, contact the immigration services, contact the embassy, but at the same time, don't. Yeah, don't. don't. So she's back in France. Andrew, on the other hand, is still in Mexico living his best life, eating <laughs> Eating desserts for two, wearing a crocodile Dundee hat, catching COVID, just really living it up. I, 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 love, I might as well enjoy it. I love that he's eating. He's eating like a sundae with two spoons. Why are there two spoons? Like, do you think America's America, America, not America. It's never going to happen. Do you think America's going to magically show up and grab a spoon? I think he just doesn't want to look lonely to the other two guests. In the I don't room. want to look like I'm eating this entire sundae by myself. Someone might like, oh, 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 she, oh, my, my fiance went to the bathroom. She'll be back. Right. <laughs> She's detained right now. And that's crazy, too. Amira was detained for three days. And he's and just he, like, uh, I'm just going to live my best life right now. Like, literally. He's like, I might as well enjoy this. Yeah. So, meanwhile, while he's enjoying, Amira is back. Hamdi's picking her up at the airport. Hamdi? Loves purple, I just have to say. The mask, yes, the, scarf, the shirt, every, very sharp dresser, but everything was purple. Interesting. But it was this, the Pantone color of 2018. Oh, really? He's living in the past. So Two years behind. Three. Oh, man. Three oh, years. What year is it? Anyway, he was sad. He never thought he was going to see Amira again, he says, I guess. But they go to a cafe. They go to chat. She explains what happened in Mexico City. Here's where it gets strange. Amir says the reason she wasn't allowed in the country was because the authorities said she didn't have a passport. Mm -hmm. But she says they actually took her passport from her when she was detained. I feel like it's some sort of a scam. Like Someone's lying here. No, I don't think she's lying. I just think, you know, maybe they found her suspicious it's COVID-19 and they just wanted to spin her around. They didn't know how. Yeah. And they, they detained her. Maybe they detained her by a mistake. Like there was nothing. So they're like, oh man, like we already did this. They'll just send her back home and say she don't have a passport, which is crazy because in order to get on an airplane, you yeah. need a passport. To another country. Yeah. You need a passport. I mean, technically, I guess you could lose it on the airplane, but still. Yeah, I, I yeah. guess I believe I her. She yeah, lost her passport. She would just say she's like, "Oh, I, you know, I was on a plane. I lost my passport. You know, what can I do? Or just send me back right away? Why would you detain me? You know, it doesn't make any sense." I mean, the gods were with her because, God forbid, she did end up in Mexico with Andrew. She may very well still be with him today. And that's not the right move for you, Amira. I don't love that for you. I, I love like, I love you back mm-hmm. in your home country. I feel like three dad. days of detentions were worth it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it sobered you up. It made you really reconsider what was going on in your life. So apparently, Andrew and Amira, they haven't talked since she's been back in France. That's how much he loves her. And I thought about this on the last episode when they were texting after she got released. If you were that worried, you'd pick up the phone and call her. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't be texting about it. You would call her. 
And right. Even if you weren't that worried, she you, is your fiance. She she flew to Mexico because of you asked her to do it. Like you should check on her regardless. Pick up the phone and call her. Not these baby texts. Call her. So baby, baby, are you okay? Okay, baby. So Hamdi is just like you need to cut it off with Andrew. He's got Smart a bad. Man. He's got a bad feeling about Andrew, and I think we all do. Right. So back in Mexico, Andrew's doing some self-care. He's getting a massage because, as he says, he needs a little healing now. You need a little healing? He's Amir, the worst. He Amir was the, the one in the detention center. Oh, yeah. He's like, it's the, least, it's the least I could do. I need, a, I need a little healing right now. He's living it up. He's living it up. Yeah. So, again, he's drinking. He's going on ATV tours. All while he's saying how much he misses Amira. Stop having fun. <sighs> so finally. And you just want to have fun, you know? <laughs> yeah. Douches just want to have fun. So finally he FaceTimes Amira for the first time. And what does he do? He brags about the amazing steak he had the night before. And you can tell Amira was like, I can't believe he's vacationing. He's like. Oh my God, I've just been so busy. I have a walking tour. I have a boat tour coming up. I can, he sucks. I don't know what's happening, right? So I mean, fine. speechless. Right. Finally, he stops talking about like TripAdvisor's top 10 things to do in Mexico. <laughs> and he starts talking about the visa. And he says, maybe the, our best bet is to try the same loophole again, but in a different country. Yeah, and that's when Amira is speechless again. Yeah. He's really? out of his mind. I mean, he keeps saying how badly he wants to be with her, but he's not showing that. Why doesn't he come to France, you know, for the time being? It's COVID-19. Why doesn't if you he come love to- her that much? Yeah, if you love her that much. Well, I don't know if France will let Americans in. Well, no, not right now, but I feel like back... Well, actually, France was doing pretty bad at the beginning. Yeah, I well, forget exactly when this was. But let's let's just say anyone can go anywhere. I it don't think June love 2020. It wasn't June, so it wasn't a great time. But I don't think Andrew really loves her that much because that's not how somebody acts. Well, yeah. I don't because I don't think Andrew loves anyone more than he loves himself. So love, that's the problem. Love look, himself. Look at one of his Instagram stories and the angles that he's hitting, and you know he loves himself more than anyone else. He's looking at himself as he talks. Yeah. yeah. He must look at himself. For someone who is so concerned about the way that they look, he is making himself look terrible. Oh, well, Andrew, you know? I really hope they don't meet up. Oh, no, because... I mean, I do for the sake of entertainment. (laughs) You know it's not not going to work out. I still don't understand what she sees in him or what she saw in him. That was my last note. I just wrote, what did did Amira ever see in Andrew? She's from France. It's a beautiful country. You're not trying to escape to America like, you know, many other people do. What no. do you see in this dude? Okay, well, one of my by the ways, which I didn't address, was Andrew came out recently on Instagram. He posted this story, and it was basically a checklist or like a bullet point 
list of all this crap about Hamdi, Amira's dad. And it was like, he's been cycling in and out of homelessness. He abandoned Amira as a child. He scams the government for benefits. What? And, and he's also tried many times to get her on TV. To get Amira on TV? Yeah. Apparently, um, maybe on the past episode, Hamdi called out Andrew and was like, he's not a man. I think he said that probably when they had their FaceTime for the first time on that episode. And Andrew didn't know what to do to help. And Hamdi was like, he's not a man. And I think that set Andrew off. So he just all this stuff on stories. But one of the points was he's tried to get her on TV multiple times. So maybe what, what Amira sees in Andrew is... TV time. Yeah, I don't think I believe Andrew, but I mean, who knows? I, I don't know who to believe in this situation. But that yeah. was it. That was it for them. Nothing with Rebecca and Zied. Nothing true. with Tariq and Hazel. Mm-hmm. But I think we're going to see them next time. At least I saw Tariq in the previews looking, yeah. at, looking at girlfriends with Hazel. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah, I saw a couple things in the previews. So I think it's going to be good. Yeah, I'm excited for the upcoming episode. I think, uh, yeah, I think there's some interesting things in store. You know, you know what I'm the most excited about? Hmm. What are you the most excited about? So we're going to gonna th- watch it together. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Guys, this, I enjoyed, as always, talking about the episode with you. This was unique. Very unique. This was a unique way to do it. I just hope it sounds good, you know? We're going to find out. I think that's the scariest part, is this is something new, and I hope it's listenable. Me but, too, uh, me too. But next week, we will be back to to the tried and true way, sitting in the same room, watching it together, talking about it in the same room. Doing our live. That's doing our Sunday Night Live, that's the way we like to do it. Yeah. But I, I promise some memes. I, some I memes. have a few ideas. You got to follow us on Instagram at 90 Day Crazy and Love for those memes. But I know we were delayed. We could not let a week go by and not do this. We were heartbroken that we did not get it out to you guys Monday night like usual. Technical difficulties. So we tried our best and we hope this works. <laughs> fingers crossed. I'm crossing fingers my crossed. fingers as I speak. Yes. Okay. So that's it for the episode guys make sure to subscribe to the podcast on apple or spotify tune and stitch wherever you're listening right now make sure you smash that subscribe button smash it like it's hard thank you guys again for the reviews if you haven't left one yet it would be awesome if you could no pressure but we would appreciate it always appreciate it and that's all i got for this episode and that's all i've got for this episode as well all right well this was unique this was different, but I enjoyed tried it. tried our best. We tried our best. We appreciate you guys. That's all I got. So we will talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.